0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com.
1: Hi, and welcome to episode 19 of Honest AF Show with Barbara Ann Wild and myself. I'm Daniela Clark. Hi, hi, Barb. Hi, Daniela. How are you, babe? I'm okay. How's everything going with you? It's all
0: good. It's been a very busy week at the Wild Household, but I'm very excited to tape today and take a little bit of time for myself and to get to chat with you and super excited about our guest that we have. Can you tell everybody about
1: him a little bit? Yes. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to get um, this guest on for quite some time, but he's always so busy. He hasn't been able to do it. Um, But now- this is one of the, the, the silver linings is that he has time now <laughs> because I, I'm pretty sure he's not working just like how none of us are. Um, but our guest is Dr. Arash Marazada, and he is a Beverly Hills plastic surgeon that I go to for a little bit of uh, zhuzhing, you know, just a little bit of uh, Botox <laughs> here and there. Um, but I think he's really great, and I'm excited to have him on the show. I'm so excited. I've been um, totally
0: stalking his Instagram, which is Face Expert MD. And oh my God, there's some uh, procedures that he does um, that seem minorly invasive that I'm super excited to ask him about. Um, And we've gotten some great questions. Thank you for putting... um, up the alert to our honest day efforts, uh, to ask them some questions for the
1: doctor. And I am just so excited. I know, me too. I can't wait. I have so many questions for him myself, and actually some of our listeners um, touched upon some of the questions that I wanted to ask him, which is great. Um, But yeah, I I really, really am excited to have him on. So tell me, before we have him on, what have you been up to? What's been going on in the Wild household?
0: Well, the Wild household. So we accepted uh, Hendrix's college um, enrollment. Um, Zach is starting to work again, which is a good thing. And it's just been a very, very busy week, um, which to be honest with you, I'm kind of excited about because um it's nice to feel like getting back into the groove a little bit. And I have been getting umpteen boxes coming to the door um to honest AF Show for uh Honest AF Show podcast for research. And Um, You know, the weather here in California has just, you know, back to its glorious, amazing, perfect self. And um, so I've been really, really just going crazy for looking for um, Barb's Bag of Tricks, some some new sunblocks and um, sunscreens to, you know, uh, give to our listeners, um, some advice because we keep, you know, everyone always asks me, um, what is your number one secret for your skincare? And honestly, skincare, makeup, none of it matters if you don't protect your skin from the sun. You know, the, the couple things that are really horrific for your face, uh, and, and for all of your skin, your entire body skin, number one, the sun, smoking, And, um, you know, overly expressing yourself, but we kind of have that covered when we go see the good doctor. But, um, as far as, um, sunblock goes, I've discovered one that I am crazy about that actually Haley Ray turned me onto the line. It's may love. Do you know this line, Daniela? No, I don't know this line. It's called may love. Yeah. It's M a E L O V E. And it's online. And I am a very big proponent of physical sunblocks, so zinc oxide or titanium. I don't care for the chemical sunblocks um, because of, well, number one, what it does to the, to the um, coral reef um, and the environment. But also, I don't really love to put um, a lot of chemicals on my face. Um, not to say that I don't, but I do don't feel that it's necessary when zinc oxide and titanium do such a beautiful brilliant job of blocking the Sun and the mineral sun blocks um, I suffer from melasma which is uh, hyperpigmentation and and over uh, over um, production of melanin in the skin and I find that and and my doctors have dermatologists have also said to me that it's much better for, um, anyone with hyperpigmentation or melasma in particular to use a physical sunblock. So may love actually uses a physical sunblock. Um, it's called the sun protector. It's a sheer mineral sunscreen. And it's a, a another one of those products that you know millennials. I have to say one of the thing one of the many things that I think that they really bring to the table is that they've really stripped down um, products and their their um, consumption of products that are are fluffy and luxury and over, you know, the is too high. Um, these products are, this whole line, this May Love line is just phenomenal. Kind of in the same vein as Glossier or Verbe or um, I like that Ordinary line and Ghost Democracy. It's very much a, a millennial inspired product line because it does what it says it's supposed to do. It's good for the environment and it doesn't cost a lot of money. So, um, this broad spectrum SPF 30 is a sheer mineral zinc oxide. It has 18.8% sunscreen and I find it to be incredible. Um, it has no fragrance. It goes on really smooth. I don't even have to fight and battle Sabbath to get it on his face because it's so light. It feels like you're wearing nothing. And I mix this in with those, um, amazing, uh, aisle tanning drops, uh, tanning water drops. And I add a little bit of my ilia if I want to add a little bit of color or I use this on, by itself. I use it all over my body. I put it on Zach and Sabbath and, um, Hendrix loves it. Haley Ray loves it. It's fantastic. You have to check it out. And I've tried a couple of their products. I've loved every single thing. Their face cleanser is fantastic as well. But, um, I really want to focus on, on sun, sunscreens and, and skincare, um, to protect you from the sun right now. And this is a big, uh, this I'm a number one fan of this right now.
1: One of the things that I find hard sometimes is, um, I want to wear sunblock, but I also want to get a little bit of sun and I want to get a little bit of color. <laughs> so you actually busted me because today, uh, <laughs> one of my plans is after we, um, finish, after we finished recording, I was going to go lay by the pool for a little bit and, you know, fry the cheese better block that gorgeous face please <laughs> so I'm I'm uh um I don't know I guess I've always been a sun worshiper and that's why my skin's not as pretty as yours but um <laughs> is not as nice as yours but um I still I wear sun protection but I don't like to wear like the 50 I like the 30 um so at least that gives me some protection but not too much work This one is a 30. I mean, I do use 50s. Um, I do use
0: some that are 50, but this one in particular is a 30 and I find that it actually works. Uh, It's really, really nice. And I've even used it before I've gone in the pool and it doesn't sting if it gets in your eyes, which is, that's a, that's a really tough one with a lot of sunscreens. A lot of times they do sting, but I think that's not so much the mineral sunscreens as much as the, um, chemical ones, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of this line. I'm going to get this for you so you could check it out. I think you'll love it too. And you can get color with this. If you mix your, uh, Your Isle of Paradise sun drops. It gives you the most gorgeous color ever. And then the other thing that I wanted to use, um, that that I wanted to talk about from Barb's Bag of Tricks is a Glossier product. And um, I think I've mentioned this to you in private when we've been together, but I haven't done it for the podcast yet. But Glossier has this incredible eye and lip pumping cream called Bubble Wrap. Have
1: you used this one, Daniela? No, I haven't, but I know you did say, you did mention it to me. I haven't used it yet. Do tell, do tell.
0: Oh, it's so good. So I suffer from hollows under my eyes. A lot of people, you know, their eye concern happens to be puffiness or dark circles. Um, Mine is more dryness, fine lines, but hollow, I get hollow. So aside of the PRP injections, and I am going to ask our good doctor about that as well, um... This product called Bubble Wrap plumps the uh, under eye area and the lip area, and you just tap, tap, tap it around the under eye and on the lip, especially the lip line, and I find that it does ever so slightly pump up the area. It has a huge amount of hyaluronic acid, uh, true to this entire line. It's pet friendly, it's not tested on animals, it has no fragrance, it's very highly effective without a bunch of nonsense in there that you don't need. Uh, there's no fragrance, it doesn't sting, it's so safe for contact lens wearers, but it's another one of those products that does what it says it's supposed to. And, you know, I'm all about that because we know of so many products that are just a bunch of fluff. Glossier happens to be the real deal, and um, this this particular eye and lip plumper bubble wrap is fantastic. It retails, I think, for $24, and I've had this little pump for months now, maybe three months, and it still feels pretty full. Um, I use it every morning, and um, I'll put it on after I use my um, serums. And because I like to get a little bit of my serum on the under eye area and, and around my lip line. And it's fantastic. I This is a major Honest AF show. Beauty must have this Glossier Bubble Wrap. Ooh,
1: I love it. That sounds really good. And not that you need any of that because you already have uh, the most plumped up lips ever. Um, but <laughs> I love that. I'm going to totally try that. And I do. I also really like Glossier a lot. I, I've been using their face wash and I've got a couple of their, their products that I really, really like. So I'll definitely try that one too. What a great line. So good. Um, I was going to just tell you something and I just lost my train of thought. Um, oh my God, I'm getting old. Uh, was <laughs> I was going to tell you something about, and I forgot. <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Have you been using your laser focus gummies that I gave you because they really work? Obviously not. I need to, I need to get back on that. But, um, I've been watching a lot of these like, um, uh, makeup tutorials online, all these like YouTube makeup tutorials. Sometimes I, um, uh, will watch those before I go to bed at night. But I am amazed at how much makeup and how many products some people use, um, to do their face I, I I actually have been thinking that I'm actually low maintenance because I don't use that many products I think I only like I use a I I wash my face so I use a face wash I use a serum I use a moisturizer um, and then you know a lot of eyeshadows um, mascara eyeliner and then maybe like a clear gloss and if I'm going out you know I'll, I'll if I'm going somewhere, I'll, you know, do a little bit of foundation and some, um, lipstick, but the amount of makeup that some of these YouTubers are using and all the contouring and all the different layers of stuff. Wow. I, I don't know that I have the patience for all that and, or, or the time to do all of that. So, um, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward. You have to wonder what that looks like in person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are using like the white or nude eyeliner on the inside of the eye to make the eye look bigger. But I find that in person that looks really strange. Um, so I I don't really like it in person. Maybe in photos it's cool, but not, not in person. But I think you're right. Like uh, all that contouring, all that heavy, heavy makeup in person has got to look heavy. Um, but, um, yeah, I've been, uh, without a doubt. I mean, I, I did, in,
0: I did an Instagram post yesterday where I, I had on a red lipstick and I asked yay or nay to the red lipstick. And I had literally other than sunblock, nothing else on my face. And I felt like I had, you know, major makeup on. I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to A, spend all that time contouring and layering up product after product after product on your face, but then to see what it would look like in person, like maybe it's great for film or photos or Instagram, but oh my Lord, that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can completely reconstruct your entire face with some of this contouring that I've been seeing. It's crazy. Um, but I have to tell you, um, uh, some of the stuff that's been going on at our house. We've been so, uh, it's been, um, a really interesting time (laughs) to, um, I don't know if I told you, but, you know, Gilby had to, um, Gilby had to, uh, release his record, um, during all of this. And, um, so he says to me, uh, yesterday, cause he's been really, he released a single and he released a video, but now he's got to release the rest of it. And so he says to me yesterday, he breaks this to me, uh, Hey, can you shoot my album cover? Um, because I haven't, I, I need to get that shot and I haven't done that yet. And I was like, Oh my God, I haven't. I, so I, I don't know if you know this, Barb, but I used to do photography years and years ago. I started out in the fashion business actually as a photographer. Um, and I got a little bit into music and started, you know, doing some, you know, album covers and musicians here and there just, you know, through osmosis, I guess. Um, but I literally haven't picked up a camera to take photos like that in, in years, and so that was hilarious trying to get me to uh um dust off my camera and all my equipment and do a photo shoot with Gilby and shoot his album cover. During all this um was actually kind of um how cool. Yeah, it was it was really funny though because it, it it's so funny for Gilby and I like you know I'm like trying to tell him you know how to catch the light or, you know, how to pose or he's like, knock it off. Just take, he's like, knock it off. Just take the fucking picture. (laughs) Uh -uh. I'm like, well, we got to do this. (laughs) We got to do this properly. We can't just, you know, (laughs) take a picture. Uh, but oh my God, no, I can't. I'm taking pictures of Gilby. Oh my God. No, no. Zach
0: has to record, um, he has to record for Ozzy's Boneyard today and he and Blasco are gonna guest host it, but they're gonna be on camera. They're doing it through Zoom mm. and I was looking at his beard and he absolutely positively could pass for Santa Claus right now. So I had to, I'm like, okay, I'm taping Honest AF, but you can sit in my chair and we are grooming this, this, whatever this has, this is that you have going on. So I had the shears out, I had my die out um, scissors, tweezers, you name it. And I got him into camera ready shape and he looks like my, you know, gorgeous rock star husband again. But it was just so funny because I'm like, there is no way you're going on camera like that. And I'm like, could you yeah. just stay oh still? God. Could you not talk? Could you, he's like, man, you are the worst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know it was so funny. Cause it the same thing with Gilby. I'm like, cause Gilby like, uh, he dyed his hair, um, he dyes his hair himself, and uh, I don't know what he did, but his roots were like um, blonde, and the rest of his hair was black. I'm like, um, so we have to fix your hair. He's like, just take the picture. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> but um, and then oh, so uh, earlier on in the week, though, this was another little silver lining. Do you guys, do you guys know Fred Curry and his wife Amy?
0: No, I, I mean Zach had um fred curry over to our apartment in like the late 80s so i met him once but i don't know him well
1: zach does okay okay so they they are just lovely and um I, she um uh, amy ha, on her instagram was has been baking a ton of bread and um oh my god yeah baking a ton of bread and it all looks like so divine i just want to like jump through the phone and take her bread away. And, um, so I, uh, texted her and I, well, I sent her a DM on Instagram and I just said, you know, Oh my God, stop it. You're making me crazy. And, uh, and meanwhile, I sent her a video of me. I was on the treadmill watching her take bread out of the oven. I'm like, you're torturing me. Cut it out. Uh, the next thing I know, Um, I go outside my house because I see a car turning in our driveway and I'm like, who is that? And so I go outside and it's Fred Curry in a mask and gloves and he's in our driveway with a loaf of bread from Amy. (laughs) So they came and brought us bread. I was just like, Oh my God, I love these people so much, but I also hate them because I just spent an hour on the treadmill and there's nothing I can do about hot bread out of the oven. I just can't resist it. I will sit there with butter and just eat the whole loaf myself. And you know, I kind of did.
0: That's so great.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so that, that was really, um, spectacular. But um, anyways, so I think we should, you know, get uh, Dr. Arash Mirajada on. What about you? Are we ready for him? That sounds
0: great. I am.
1: All right. So now we're going to introduce our guest and I'm so, so excited. Barb, how excited are we to have him?
0: I am beyond excited to have anyone as a guest that's face expert MD. Very, very excited. Welcome, doctor. Thank you for
2: having me.
1: And doctor, will you pronounce your name for us, please, so that everybody gets it right?
2: Arash Moradzadeh.
1: Arash Moradzadeh, which is to me just heavenly. Um, I I feel like I'm having an affair with you because normally I just want to go to you when my husband's out of town, and I think you probably get that a lot um, because I never want. (laughs) I never want him to know what I'm doing. He likes to think that I'm naturally, uh, naturally pretty. He has no clue, but, um, and I'll make sure he doesn't listen to this episode also. (laughs) But thank you so much for uh, joining us. Uh, This is such a treat. We have so many questions for you, but first of all, just uh, tell us how you've been doing and how this has affected you and how you're doing things differently with being in, um, this uh, self-isolation mode that we're all in?
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I mean, just like everyone else, I'm bored. I'm being at home. I want to get out and I want to live normal life again, but it's just not an option at this time. But it's been exciting because the city of Beverly Hills just approved um, for plastic surgery to get back up and running. So we're going to slowly, slowly, slowly ramp things back up starting next week in a very, very different And safe way.
1: Yeah. How do you think it's going to be different? It's probably just like one patient at a time in the waiting room or something like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're actually pre-screening over the phone to make sure that no one has any symptoms of coronavirus. So that's step one. And then we're scheduling patients very far apart, having them call us from their car when they arrive. And then we tell them when it's safe for them to come upstairs because we actually don't want anyone in the waiting room at all. We're doing a full contactless type of check-in, so all the paperwork is done in advance and electronic, and then they come in and go, and they get an infrared thermometer to their forehead, which they don't have, is no contact, and then they go straight into the exam room, and then I'm the only person who's going to make contact with them, and I'm fully geared up in PPE, and my patients are wearing masks also, so we're doing a lot of things to make it maximally safe, and then sterilizing the rooms in between each patient.
1: Wow, that's incredible, and definitely will feel I, to me. I mean, at least that makes me feel a lot better.
2: Yeah, but I think when, you'll. I think if you ever come in, you'll see that it's very, very safe.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it will be. And and just for those of you who um, don't know, Dr. Arash, um, I've been coming to you for quite some time now, I think, and, um, mainly for Botox and, um, and we did some, uh, micro and I have, uh, a lot of our, um, listeners have had a lot of different questions. So if you don't mind, if we can just jump right into it, um, I'd love to ask you about a bunch of things, but first and foremost, um, I have to ask you about my, what I want, which is I'm really interested <laughs> in um, what I've been noticing as I've been getting older is um, I, I've been noticing that um, it, mainly it's in like my, my jowls. I'm getting like these jowls and I'm getting like uh, loose skin, uh, like under my chin my neck and all in my jowl area. And I've been um, really interested in threads so um Mm -hmm. are there different types of threads um and what what do you suggest with um threads and do they last a long time i have all these different questions
2: yeah so the um loose skin under the neck is the number one concern for men and women as the aging process goes on so this is a hot topic and this is an issue that affects almost everyone as they get older the jowling is also probably number two in line after that. And they kind of come together all the, most of the time. Um, and it's a very, very common complaint, especially if your face is on the leaner side. The jowling appears more prominent um, and noticeable mm-hmm. because part of the, yeah, part of that to understand why you jowl, you have to kind of um, understand what's happening to your face as you get older so starting from around age 30, your facial bones actually undergo osteoporosis. So normally we think of elderly women getting having calcium problems, getting osteoporosis in their body, and that's an issue. But your face will lose 10% of its bone every year, um, starting from about the age of 30. So if you take a CT scan of people from when they're young to when they're older, or scan like a granddaughter, a mother, um, and then a older lady, and you can compare them in like one gen- one family, you'll see that the bones continue to shrink more and more. And then you start to lose your deeper facial fat layers. So the re- end result is that you're kind of think of it as like you're a plump grape. And as it starts to kind of dry down, it shrinks in and things start to drop down. So it's kind of like deflation of the face. So the threads are exciting because you can do something kind of quickly and get an improvement in your gel.
1: Do you think that that is the best um technique is <clears throat> to actually get threads when that's starting to happen or is is that as mo- as helpful uh-huh. um as maybe getting lasers or what is the best procedure other than getting yeah. like a facelift?
2: It's actually hard to say that there's one treatment that's best because the reason for the issue is so individual. So if you're someone who's had a lot of sun damage or your skin is wrinkly and loose on the surface, then laser resurfacing is probably going to be better for you. But if you're having problems where you've lost more of that bone and fat, oh. then you, if it's very subtle, you may need to just have a little bit of that bone and fat replaced with filler. So you, normally our first line thing is, is if you have volume loss, we'll add a little filler strategically in your face and give you that lifted look. And then after the filler, then we're gonna look at things like threads. So the threads allow you to place them in a targeted manner in certain tissue layers, and then create a pull to either get rid of the jowling, improve the neck, cause the cheek to be lifted. So it just depends on what you're trying to accomplish. There are so many different threads to choose from. They all Mm -hmm. have different properties. Some of them last longer than others. So it's a it's a it's actually a complicated territory,
1: yeah, because that's that's the one thing I've been kind of reading up about on threads is that uh, it, it is kind of complicated on how long they last. you know every, they don't really It seems that with everybody yeah, it's definitely a different on how long it lasts. yeah, and
2: the thread materials are different. Stuff. There are different types of threads. They all dissolve over time. Some of them turn into collagen, and other ones just kind of dissolve and go away. Um, and they have different price points. The one that turns to collagen is a lot more expensive. And then um, in some people's bodies, the threads seem to dissolve very quickly. So they only get a result for about six months. And then other people will get a result the last two years. So it has a little bit more of a variability.
1: And can you generally, can you see the threads? Can you tell that when someone's had threads or is it... You don't see it. So if
2: if everything comes out perfectly, you can't tell at all. Um, there are the risk with doing threading is that if it's placed too close to the surface of the skin, you may notice a dimpling or a pleated appearance, especially mm-hmm. when someone smiles. So that could be an issue. Yeah, I,
1: I, with thinner skin,
2: it's a little more of a problem.
1: Yeah, and then is there a way to reverse it? Like if you don't like it, can you take it out or?
2: Yeah, so there are times like I've seen this more where someone's had threads done somewhere else and then they come to me. um, And the issue is because a lot of people don't actually know the facial anatomy because they're not surgeons. So then when they're doing the threads, they don't know exactly where they are. Um, So I see patients coming into me with pleating like on only one side of their face. And sometimes we're able to make a very tiny needle puncture and then use fine, very fine kind of tweezers that go under and try to pluck the thread out. Um, and other times we end up breaking the thread into little pieces um, so that it doesn't have its pull any longer. And then it'll dissolve and go away on its own. Oh, the wow. biggest okay. issue is when you get the one side snaps and then the one side's lifted um, and you get that irregular appearance. Is, that's more of a challenge because people don't want to look lopsided.
0: May I ask you a question, doctor, um, with, with the gel area, um, and the sagging, do you at all recommend like the profound laser or, um, mm-hmm. is your, is your go-to for, you know, 45 year old women plus, um, threads, or I, I noticed on your, um, Instagram, you do Accutite, uh, are there other, other go-tos yeah. that you
2: have? I offer many, many different modalities to address these issues, and that's because everyone's so different, Um, and it really depends on how much downtime you want to have. Some of these procedures are in and out with no signs of having anything done, and others are going to have a bit of a recovery. Threads are not my go-to. They're just one option that's available. Um, Profound is a type of deep radiofrequency microneedling, which is designed to really lift and volumize the tissues and pull everything up. Um, So I do like that one a lot, especially for someone who's in their 40s and early 50s. Um, It's actually popular also in people in their 30s who wanna create a firming or jawline defining effect. Um, And it really works well in that age group because you build the collagen, you build the elastin, which are the building blocks of what we have more of when we're younger and what we continue to lose as we get older. So we're able to restore that into the face. The downside of Profound is you're gonna have four days with dots on your face and swelling. So if you can do the four days of downtime, Profound's a very good option. Another option, as you were mentioning, is Accutite or Facetite. Um, And I would say Facetite is probably the most popular treatment in my office for the um, neck laxity and, Mild to moderate amount of jowling. I think it works very well in that group. It is a little more evasive, which means there is something that's actually going under your skin. It's an office procedure, but it's kind of like a mini surgery. The interesting thing is that even though it's more evasive, it has no pain. So um, you come in and we inject your lower face, your jowls, and your neck area with numbing liquid, which makes it go completely numb. And then actually just using a needle to make three tiny punctures under your neck. And then through the little needle hole, we place the device under your skin and are able to deliver the radio frequency and energy and cause that lifting and tightening. Positives are there's no pain. The results are really consistent. Um, Downside, it has a three-day recovery.
1: Is that a lot of pain within those three days or is there no pain afterwards?
2: There's no pain during the treatment or after. That's one of the perks of the face-type procedure.
1: Wow. And the downtime, is that swelling and redness or...?
2: So during those three days, you do wear a face strap identical to that strap that we put on patients after facelifts. And that's to kind of compress the skin and tighten it down over the area where we've been working. So you're wearing a strap for three days. And then I would say half of people look totally normal, right at the third day when they take their strap off. And the other half will have some amount of a swelling that goes away over the next four days. But most people can go right back to work. Out of the two procedures, which
0: do you prefer? Or what makes someone a candidate for one versus the other?
2: Yeah. So um, most people who are candidates for Profound are also a candidate for sight, So the decision-making is based on... Um, downtime, if they're okay with having something that requires uh, shots and has three little incisions with a potential for scar or not. Um, And then also, if you're younger, you're more likely to get a really good result with profound. With face tight, it works well in the younger population as well as in the more aging population. And the scar is from the incisions? Yeah, the three needle punctures. So they are very small, but you can get a little firm bump that may take um, up to about three months for the tiny bump to fully resolve. Interesting. Really great. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And then, so are the results immediate or are they over time?
2: Yeah. So unfortunately, the results with all of these machine-based treatments is over time. So the collagen building cycle is a six-month process. So when you do face-tight, usually you get about a 30% of your result in that first month, and then the rest of it slowly happens over about six months, but you see continued improvement over a year. With Profound, you're going to see about 10% improvement in the first two months, and then the rest of it happens at the six-month mark.
1: Okay. What is the price of some of these?
2: So the prices really do vary because you can do different amounts. So some people only need right over their jowl and the first half of their neck. And then others may wanna do their entire cheek all the way down to the bottom of their neck. Um, So the price range will vary from like 4,000 to 6,000 for a profound. Um, And then for the face tight treatment, it depends also on how many layers are you doing, how much of the face you're covering. Are you also including liposuction to eliminate unwanted neck fat? and are you layering it with morpheus radio frequency microneedling to get a even stronger and better result so then the range will vary from around 3500 to 7000 depending on this complexity and layering of the treatment that you do
0: and one more question how long do those treatments seem to
2: work so with profound we're seeing for two years, it looks great, and then in the third year, you may start to see a start to see a little bit of relaxation that takes place, because you have to remember the aging process is continuous. Right. No, nothing's permanent, um, so some people will choose at the two-year mark to have another treatment. There are some patients who like to have profound once a year as part of their anti-aging maintenance protocol, and that's what keeps their jaw lines looking really nice and tight all the time. With the face tight. I think the results last closer to more like three to five years, but it really depends on your, kind of your face, your tissues and genetics. Um, And for that one, the maintenance is commonly to do the Morpheus radiofrequency microneedling once a year, which I usually recommend for the entire face from your forehead all the way down, because you can get surface tightening. Um, It's a year round treatment. You don't have to worry about the sun and you're just gonna keep everything looking nice and young and fresh. Great.
1: Amazing! Wow, that's awesome. I, I that is definitely something that I'm interested in.
2: Yeah, it's um, one of my favorites.
1: Good. Okay. All right. Well, that's one that I'm writing down. And <laughs> now, <laughs> um, the next question that one of our listeners asked is: um, How effective is microneedling for fine lines and wrinkles, and how often should you do it?
2: Okay, that's an excellent question and one that actually comes up almost all the time, and part of the reason is the confusion of what is microneedling. So most people don't realize that the microneedling term is very general, and it's not specific to the hundreds of different variations on microneedling that are actually being performed. So traditional microneedling is where you have this like roller or a pen, and it has needles on it that go either roll over your skin or go in and out. You can do them at home. You can do them as part of like a facial, or you can do them as part of a treatment in the office. Then there's energy-based microneedling, such as radiofrequency microneedling, which we just discussed two of those types with the Morpheus and the um, Profound. So they're very, very different. So you have to think about it as one regular microneedling is maybe, um, sorry, Maybe like 10 to 20 radio uh, regular microneedlings might be equivalent to one strong radio frequency microneedling. So they're different. Um, the rolling type of microneedling, where you can also do it at home, I do not suggest that at all. And I'll tell you why. It's the needles are actually rolling, which means they're not going into your skin perfectly perpendicular. So they're rolling over, and sometimes they're kind of creating an abrasion or an injury. So what happens is you may do your derma roller at home, and then five years later, you're like, why do I have so many little broken capillaries all over my face? Creating injury. Yeah, so derma rollers on the face, I don't recommend it.
1: Okay. Um, Now, somebody asked, and I'm assuming this is very like, you know, they have to talk to their doctor, but... Uh, Someone asked, is it bad to get implants if you have autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so implants, depends on which kind of implant we're talking about. If we're talking about silicone breast implants, um, that's a controversial topic, and you should definitely speak to your rheumatologist to see if they would even clear you for having the procedure. Um, So that one's controversial and difficult for me to say. I also don't do breast implants. Um, facial implants, which are not silicone, there's no gel in it. There are solid um, implants. Those are completely safe in terms of uh, someone who has a rheumatologic disease and would not be a problem. So if you're getting a chin implant, cheek implant, nasal implant, those are not going to have an interaction with your arthritis issues as long as you are stable and your immune system isn't compromised and you have clearance from your rheumatologist to undergo the procedure.
1: Right. Um, The next question we get, and this is a a popular question that we get from a lot of our male listeners. They um, ask a lot about hair loss and what could be done about that.
2: Yeah. Hair loss is actually one of my favorites. It's an issue that I've always struggled with myself. So it's um, something that I've studied and worked on very, very intently to try and improve. And it's amazing because we have so many good options now for men. So starting from the most basic, there are medical grade hair vitamins that are now available at plastic surgeons' offices, which have been shown to be very effective for both men and women. Um, When taken over a six-month period, there is a percentage of hair growth that's seen. The results with with everything that I talk about is always better in women than it is in men, because men have um, a genetic and testosterone-driven issue usually as a source of their hair loss. So the vitamins are one thing that I do. A second thing is that we've actually have really great topical products now. There's one that is custom compounded for my office that um, I have most of my male clients on that actually allows you to just put this liquid drop on the areas of concern on your head in the morning and night. And over a six month period, you will see uh, improvement in hair growth as well as a reduction or to complete halt of your hair loss. Wow, so those are excellent at-home options. Then in the office, we have three different options that are really, really nice. One of them, which I think most people have heard of, is PRP. Mm-hmm. Um, PRP is platelet-rich plasma, where you draw your um, blood is drawn, and then it's spun in a special test tube, and then this platelet-rich plasma, which is the yellow portion, is pulled off. That contains um, Platelet rich plasma contains platelets that have uh, can release sort of like a stem cell activity. So then we re inject that into the scalp and it can promote hair growth. The issue yeah. with that treatment by itself is that you do need to do it multiple times to get a good result. Um, and then not all PRP is created equal. So there's a reason why some places it's so inexpensive and other places. The treatments are so much more expensive. And that's because of the quality of the tube that's being used and the percentage of actual platelets that are being extracted. So there are places that do it and it doesn't work. And that's because they're using cheap test tubes that aren't actually concentrating the platelets. So that's an issue. Um, but I do like to do the regular PRP for women, hair, for women's hair loss. And usually I'll do once a month and I'll do three treatments. And they'll have nice results with that and then do like a couple of times a year or once a year, they'll do one as a part of their maintenance program. For men, there are certain additives that we can actually add to the PRP, which create a scaffold that allows for the PRP to kind of hang out at your hair root level once we inject it. And we're seeing that with single treatment protocols. A lot of men around 80% are seeing a tremendous amount of hair growth. So this is my favorite treatment. The earlier in your hair loss you do it, the more of your hair you can get back. So excellent in-office treatment. And then once a year you would do one to keep everything going.
0: Um, One of the other things that a lot of our um, followers ask us about and I – Myself, it's been an issue, and I know Daniela, um, we talk about this a lot, is the under eye area. I actually always end up with hollows, and um, I have done the PRP under my eyes. What do you what is your um, preferred treatment for under the eyes for a hollowing or, um, because I know that hyaluronic acid filler has kind of fallen out of favor a little bit with some doctors. So I'm wondering, uh, especially since your background is it, as an ENT, um, what, what do you recommend?
2: Yeah, that's actually a really good question. That's under eye is one of those areas that's a problem even sometimes for 20 year olds. So it's an all age issue that just keeps getting worse as you get older. Um, and it's complicated because there's so many factors that are causing it and they're not that easy to reverse. So some of the options that we have are eye creams, of course, and eye patches and uh, that you can use at home. And those are nice. They're not going to correct things completely, but they can definitely um slow down the continuous aging process in that area. And I definitely recommend that everyone at the minimum does that. I love using either the TNS eye cream, um, which has growth factors in it and helps with darkness as well, or um, the Skin Medica um, instant bright eye cream, which is great for younger individuals and creates a nice brightening effect there, as well as the instant eye patches, which eliminate puffiness temporarily. So perfect for before an event, you pop on your instant bright eye patch and your under eye looks great for the rest of, for like about 24 hours. So that's the basic at home part. In the office, we do a lot of things. Filler is one of them. So if you have that trough where it looks deep in an area, you can inject um, very small amounts of filler. The problem is in some people, the filler can create swelling and that's why it's falling out of favor um, but there are each year improvements and new fillers come out that do not attract water. So we're able to kind of place them more precisely in the under eye using micro Another excellent option in the non-surgical alternatives, as we've talked about is radio frequency microneedling. So if you actually do some good radio frequency microneedling two to three times for under eye, I like using the secret RF, um, their microneedles are very nice and you can change the depth depending on the person's tissues and over a couple of treatments, create a nice firming and um, lifted appearance in that area and improve the appearance of the under eye. So that's one of my favorites. We, another favorite is uh, erbium laser resurfacing. So um, if you want to get that skin tight, get rid of that crepiness there and improve the appearance of that skin then laser resurfacing using the erbium laser does an excellent job with the under eye. Um, and I actually do that routinely at the same time that I do under eye surgery. So we use the surgery to remove the fat or move the fat to correct the area and then use the erbium to correct the skin.
1: Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, have, I have a question about, about that. Um, do you think that with the new wave of technology of, of getting like self-creating collagen, like taking collagen supplements and all that, does that, does that help? and does that, um, it, mm-hmm. is that making um, is that kind of phasing out fillers, do you think?
2: hmm yeah, so I have some heartbreaking news for everybody. <laughs> very sad,
1: very sad. I I'm going to start crying.
2: Yeah, it, it's a sad one. Unfortunately, when you, when you eat collagen or take a collagen supplement, it's not collagen anymore. Mm. Your stomach acids kill it and break it down. You can't actually ingest collagen through your mouth. Um, it could be good for you because wow. usually those vitamins – I know. I know. It's so sad. You know, um, people do take it and say that they feel better, and that's because if you actually read the ingredients, they don't just give you a collagen supplement. They usually combine it with like B12 or a couple of other vitamins, and then you feel the benefits of those. Makes sense. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad idea to take collagen powder or collagen protein. It's protein, so it's still good for you, but it's not collagen the way you're thinking about it cosmetically.
1: Okay.
0: So then that leads me to a question for you. Do you prefer, I mean, I've noticed that just injecting um, filler seems to have really, doctors are really pulling back and and people are less um, excited about it. And a lot of our, you know, favorite actresses from maybe 10 years older than Danielle and I, who were just puffing up their faces like crazy, it seems like most doctors are kind of going – pulling back a little bit and we're doing less and less filler. Do you still feel that filler is um, is, is that something you still you know are really on about? And also, mm-hmm. do you prefer a hyaluronic acid or a patient's own fat?
2: Great questions. So we, definitely we are we have reevaluated fillers and the way that they're administered is different. So if you're going to someone who's a skilled filler artist and getting it done, they are not going to just pump your face full of filler and turn you into a plumped out balloon. That is, that's out. That's not a good idea. Yeah, it's I've more actually about, been to you.
1: I've actually been to you before and asked you for filler, and you've told me no. So
2: yeah, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I say no many times. Like I say yes a lot often, and but I'll also say no, and it's all about. What do you really need and what's going to give you a nice natural result? And sometimes that answer is filler. There are a lot of people who have volume loss, like I mentioned about the bone loss before and the fat loss before. And so replacing those with filler is very helpful um, and can create a nice natural contour and restore that volume for you. But it's not for everybody. The issue of filler versus fat. So filler and fat, they do the same thing. The difference is the fat is from your own body and it's semi-permanent. And what that means is that you're moving the fat from your stomach, for example, to your face. So as long as your body weight remains stable, your fat will stay where you've placed it. So it's a nice option um, for facial restoration. We use a lot in the under eye area as well, where you can get a permanent filler effect. Wow. So that's what makes it nice. The negative is it's going to cost more. Um as well as requires a higher level of expertise. So you can't just go to anybody and get facial fat grafting because you can't remove it once it's placed. So they have to be a skilled artist in using it. Um, Something very exciting that your uh, listeners should be excited about is there are different ways to actually harvest the fat now. Um, The system that I use now is called Beautifil. So Beautifil is a laser that is very fine in size, and allows us to remove the fat from, for example, the stomach, it extracts the fat perfectly so that 90% of that fat is perfect and ready to be injected into whatever area of the body you want to place it in. And that 90% will survive and stay. Traditionally, we take it out by hand. And then what happens is half of the fat cells die and half of them survive. So after you do the fat grafting, you either need to put more fat in while you're doing it or you need to do two sessions to get the result you're looking for. But when you use the Beautifil, you're able to take the fat out and do it all in one session and you always put the exact amount of fat you want to put in. So the results are amazing. I'm ready
0: to sign up for that one. Um, Just have two questions for you. Um, What is the cost and the downtime to do that?
2: Yeah. So the cost is going to be very, very, very broad range because it all depends on how much fat you need. And um, for example, if you're taking some fat from your stomach, are you just taking that fat, the amount needed for your face? Or are you asking for your stomach to look flat and the skin to be tight? Because using the device, we can take out as much fat as you want and also tighten the skin of your stomach at the same time. So the wow. price is going to vary dramatically. And then are you just taking fat out for your under eye? or Are you doing a full face restoration? So you're looking at a big, big range that can go anywhere from four thousand to twelve thousand and and that's because you can do so much with it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah and if you and remember you're looking at something basically almost permanent.
1: Wow. And and um I I have a question about that we get a lot from our Maya listeners too about um Love handles. And um, I was thinking about cool sculpting, not for myself, but I was thinking, you know, when people ask about love handles or, you know, when men ask about different things like that, I, I always think that, yeah, because I remember seeing a pamphlet in your office on cool sculpting.
2: Yeah. Non evasive or non surgical body fat reduction is big. It's one of the, it's actually one of the biggest markets, the fastest growing area in cosmetics and men and women equally love it and want it. I've had it done myself. It was the best thing I've ever done for myself. I'm actually on the thinner side, except my family genetically, we hold fat around our stomach area and our love handles. And then because we're already thin, if we lose weight, then everything else looks bad. So this gives an option where you can targetedly remove fat from unwanted areas. Um, I offer two different treatments at my office. These are the two best. I've actually tried them all. So Cool Sculpting uses cold technology to freeze your body fat. So with two sessions, you're able to eliminate the unwanted fat um, and to get the desired appearance. You can do it on many, many different areas all over the body. Each session takes about 35 minutes for any one area. And one area is kind of the size of maybe like if you made a hamburger patty oval or like a chicken breast, something like that. Mm-hmm. So like your lower, usually like your lower abs are considered two areas because you'll put one applicator on each side. Um, there are a lot of different applicator sizes, so it's all customized to your body as well. So that works really well. A second option and very popular is TrueSculpt ID. Um, and this technology instead uses radiofrequency energy, like the microneedling we talked about. Um, so think of this as you're heating your fat. And when you heat your fat, your fat cells can also die. The nice thing about the TrueSculpt ID is that the applicators are these small squares and there's multiple of them. So you can do a very, very customized placement and you can actually treat multiple areas at one time in 15 minutes with no downtime, no recovery. So that makes it really, really nice. Um, And another perk is because you're heating your skin, you're actually going to get improvement in your skin quality. So a lot of people say they notice that their stretch marks don't appear as much. Their skin looks tighter. Their cellulite—they don't see it as much in the areas where they got the fat treatment.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's—I mean, just when you're—you know—you're starting to age, and you're like, oh, "Okay, what can I do about this? What can I do about that?" I mean, I could keep you here all day asking you a million questions. It's yeah, and
2: especially right now with this coronavirus stay-at-home thing, we're all getting. Corona body and non surgical. <laughs> when it's over, you come to the office in 15 minutes. We can target the areas that were a problem. Then you get back to exercising and you very quickly can shed that unwanted fat. So it's amazing.
1: Corona As body, do- my face is melting. I mean,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean my God, we're all going to come out of here looking like trolls. I'm like, whoa. No, I, <laughs> I, need 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 I have a question.
0: I have, a, I have a last question for you, doctor. Uh, what sure. are you most excited about um, as far as, you know, new procedures or, or, I mean, obviously you mentioned a couple of them, um, yeah. but I'm, like, what are you most excited about on the horizon?
2: Okay. So I would say the newest thing that we've added to our office, which actually ties in beautifully with the body fat reduction that we were just talking about, is a device called TrueSculpt Flex. So this is actually the newest and big category that's made a splash in 2019, but it's going to be the big thing for the next couple of years. Um, And that's actually muscle sculpting. Whoa. So yeah. So we talked about fat reduction, but now you pair it with muscle sculpting and it's a total home run. So I actually, I was the first patient to get treated at my office and I went from having flat abs to having a six pack.
0: Wow. Sign me up. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's, it's amazing.
0: That's another question I have for you. Um, how do our um, honest AF listeners get in touch with you or or make an appointment? Where do we where do we find you?
2: Yeah, so you can find us on uh, Instagram at face expert MD. You can also call our office at 310-659-9900 or go to our website at Facial plastics with an s at the Um, And we also have – you can do telemedicine visits now for consultations as well as in-office ones as we ramp things up soon.
0: So exciting. Thank you so
2: much. You guys should come check out the uh, muscle sculpting technology. It's insane.
1: Oh, my God. i so doing that. I can't wait to come and see you when this is all over. I think I'm going to have to spend a day there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm calling your office the minute we finish this recording.
1: (laughs) I'm Come on awesome.
2: down. We're, we're ready.
1: Well, thank you so, so much. I can't thank you enough for doing this.
2: You're welcome. Really thank you for having it. me. Stay safe.
1: You too. You as well. All right. Well, this wraps up another episode of Honest AF Show. Yay, Barbara Ann. We did another show and we had the amazing Dr. Arash Marazada. And thank you so much for doing our show. And if Thank you, you, thank you. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to download, subscribe, follow us on our Instagram, Honest AF Show, on Facebook, on Twitter. And also if you have any suggestions or subjects or products that you would like us to review or talk about, please email us uh, on our um, website, honestafshow.com. And thank you so much. Make sure you take care of yourselves and uh, stay safe out there, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Bye. We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.